Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 83 for June 7th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. I was trying to give it a tail, but it wasn't very that good. It sounded like you were exhausted right at the very end. Yeah. I, I don't know how to play the trumpet. I don't know if you guys That's know that bad. or not. Anyways, uh, yeah. Sean, uh, sorry, Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, Scott Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, Greg Mead, Jim Rumsey, and Joshua Luther, who, uh, with his $10 <laughs> sponsorship on Patreon, has tipped the scales into, uh, into Bill releasing the picture of himself and Izzy, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Canoodling on the floor. <laughs> Well, you know what was most amazing about that? And I kind of kept it as a surprise. Yeah, that's true. Um, But I was more so than the manly, manly men amongst us, including the manly men that aren't amongst us and the women and everybody in between that are amongst us. The biggest response was not, oh, that's kind of weird or, gee, I, you know, well, there was two responses. One was, I can never unsee this. But the other one was <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> I never pictured Izzy as the little spoon. Yeah, that was a good one. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that a lot. So but you know what? I Izzy, totally you're welcome. That no, he's you know what? He's got like an iron exterior, but you know he's soft on the inside. You could tell he's a family. He's got seven kids. He's a family man. Every once in a while, you need to be the little little spoon. You got to unwind. Have you I seen totally the Care see Bear that. that has the heart and the rainbow? That's Izzy. He's the, he's the, he's that Care Bear. Yeah, no, he's I the totally one who really that. cares yeah. about everything and everybody. He's an amazing yeah. human being, and it was my pleasure to be the big spoon. I bet it was your pleasure to be the big spoon. <sighs> Can we move on? <laughs> I'm just Tim, saying, why, you, Izzy. What, that's all we're saying. <sighs> Tim, come on yeah. now. Relax, I was actually man. i got to i got to talk to Izzy this week. Um, you did I was yeah I was chatting with him on the phone a little bit. It was nice. Well, I, I hadn't talked to him in a while. You know. And I, I apologize for you. Are, you know, you got to sign an NDA afterwards. So, are you even allowed to tell us? Probably you mean not. A DNA or DNA? No idea what that is. Non-disclosure agreement. Oh, You're not right. allowed to talk. Oh, about I thought it was that. do not resuscitate. Nope, that's DNR. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a different agreement we have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not sure you'd have that with Izzy though. No, no Izzy, no, if we... you ever see me dying, just leave me yeah. be. Okay. <laughs> One shot of adrenaline. That's all it would take. Yeah. Punch to the heart. Bam. So uh thank you to Joshua for becoming our newest Patreon uh patron. Thank patron, you, Joshua. Patron. Patron. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Uh what are we working on? Uh let's see here. The illustrious William Lutz. Bill, please tell us what you're working on. Well, I haven't been working on anything because I just got back from vacation, uh, as we talked about last week. But what is on the board, shall we say, uh, in this order, first and foremost, I must complete my entry into the Shift Knob Challenge. Uh, Tim got me very inspired with his, but dude, I just, I thought you would just make it the, 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 the thing, the gas handle itself, but when you added the drop of gasoline, 
that it's that's Tim's way. That's that's why you're yeah. growing. Your channel is amazing, and I love you. <laughs> uh, it was just too much. If you haven't seen Tim Sway's entry into the Shift Knob Challenge, check it out. Uh, so I'll be doing that next. Um, uh, I have an idea for that. I'll be able to knock that out. Then I need to get Casey's desk going, her modern style desk. I love how the shifter got put uh, ahead of your wife's desk already. <laughs> I know, but it's, well, yeah. You know, it's hey, thank, thank you, Ben, Jesse, uh, Mike, and, and Four Eyes. Um, I hate you all for, I mean, I love you all. Um, it, but it's their fault in case he wants that style of a desk. Because she's, oh, I like the way they build things. Can you build stuff like they build stuff? Whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, not not uh, not. Well, Chris, yeah. What? But the the other three basically, you just need some plywood and some hairpin legs. You're good to go. <laughs> what? Right? what? What? That's that's modern builds, right? It's plywood and hairpin legs and. That's the whole desk. You're good. No, it's not that. It's not just that. No, it's not. It is, oh, two by fours also. There's a there's a style to it. There's a there's a fifties modern like seventies living room something going on between Chris, Mike, Ben, and Jesse. Well, I think they collaborate. Modern, yeah. I think everything. I actually think they started all of this just to make it difficult for me to be able to make a desk for my wife. I, really I know that for a fact. You know, you're probably it. right. A hundred percent. It's like, they're like, you know what? We want to be successful in everything yeah. we do just to make it hard for Bill. I'm going to spend 30 hours a week on projects and videos just on the off chance Bill's wife might like one of these projects and make him build it. That's right. It's, and, it's a long game. Yeah. <laughs> and and I longest. challenge, I challenge either Chris or Mike to be a guest on our podcast. Cause we've already had the other guy and his sister. So <laughs> that's that's how Ben's known. He's the other guy, yeah. and Jesse is his sister. The sister. Right. Yeah. So I challenge either one of them to come on the podcast, uh, or their before, sisters, or your sisters. Hey, now, why are and, we challenging uh, them? They could just we just like to have you on if you want to be on. Well, because I, I have a thing or four to say. All right. That's why. I challenge them to have you, Bill Lutz, on their podcast. Yes. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> we'll take whatever we can get. It doesn't, yeah, just exactly. one week, even. On loan, whatever it is. <laughs> All right, so where were we? I was going to build a shift knob challenge desk for Casey, and then I have some uh, cigar box guitars I'm going to get back to because that's where my passion lies in my art, in my music. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about you, uh, uh, Tim? What What are you working on? Uh, um, I'm working on. I, you know, it, it sounds like a. Well, first off, I wanted to say about the the shifter that I had bought those. I bought two gas pump handles. Oh yeah, where a, do you get something like that? Like I was at, at the flea store? market, a flea and I was just like store. the gas pump. Yeah, store. the gas pump I was, store. I was at the flea market yeah. and. Um, and I was just walking by a table, I had some random, and I saw the two, and so I stopped and I looked at him, and and the guy was, I was, I picked him, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, those are pretty cool. I was like, yeah, I was like, these are actually really cool. I never expected that I would ever see these. He's like, well, for forty dollars, they can be yours. I was like, they're not that cool. <laughs> you know, I walked away, <laughs> put them down, and then you know, I'm like three booths down, he's still yelling at me. So I ended up getting them for like, I think I paid ten bucks each, which nice. uh, was nice. probably still way too much, but I thought it was cool. I mean, just they're aluminum. Oh, no, that's that's Americana right there, man. Yeah. So, um, and so, but the first thing I thought when I picked them up off the table was like, that would make a great shifter in my truck for that. Cause I have an automatic transmission. So the shifters on the column, but I have the, the four by four transfer case. Shifter. I was like, that'd make a great shifter. 
And so I brought them, you know, I bought them. I was like, you know, people make lamps out of them and stuff, but I don't, I never want to do what someone else has already done. And I'm sure someone else has done this before, but I only found like one truck in my Google searches that had something kind of similar to what I did. Um, and so that was the whole thing. I saw these and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I, I got in my truck when I was done at the flea market. I was like, tee giggling. I held it there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is the worst possible shifter knob ever. It just now eats up all this space. I'm going to be knocking the thing out of gear. And so I just, I shelved them. Four months later, our friend Marcus decides to have this competition. And so I'm like, all right, well, now I got to make it. So I had it on the truck for one day and I already took it off and hung it on the wall. But, uh, but so the, 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 the drop, the gas drop, that was my way of making it, not just taking a piece of junk and sticking it on, you know, the, the shifter. I was like, oh, I'm going to try and do something artsy with it and make the gas drop. So that was what I was working on. Now, what I'm working on now, I have other stuff that I'm working on, but I can't really talk about it yet. Um, I have a couple kind of exciting projects that I'm hopefully be able to talk about soon. Um, I was working on fixing some rotten wood around on my, I have a, a screened in porch on the side of my house and there's a part where it got kind of rotten. So I had to replace it. It's just these two by fours that basically hold in some screens mm-hmm. and they're not structural. And so I was like, all right, so I go in and I start knocking them all out. I get ready to kind of put them back in. And I noticed that this one four by four post that actually is structural has a little bit of rot in the bottom and it's probably could have left it, but since it's structural, I was like, eh, you know, and so I, I started digging to see how I was going to get it out. I shimmed up the roof to hold it in place. And, and I just don't do that kind of work. Um, so I was a little bit like kind of – I had an idea of how I could cut it and just patch basically the spot that was rotten. But I wasn't sure if that was like a legit thing to do. So I said, who do I know that works on a lot of old rotten buildings a lot? I, I know. I know a fellow named Andy Berkey. And so, um, so I mm. gave him a quick call and put him on FaceTime or whatever it's called on Facebook when you can see each other. I don't know what it's called. And, uh, and so I was showing him what is, and he walked me through, he's like, said, yeah, you can do it if you do it like this instead of that. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And so I just wanted to give a, a, a shout out to Andy for helping me keep my roof up on my house in this one corner. <laughs> and, and I love that about this, this, uh, community that, yeah. that, you know, it's like, if I don't know how to do something, I, I almost put it up onto Facebook to just get all the makers going be like, Hey, take a picture. How do I, how do I patch this go? But I was afraid I was going to get a hundred different answers. And I was going to get overwhelmed. And so I was like, I'm just going to call one guy. Who do I know? Boom. Within an hour, it was done. You know, uh, super, super awesome. So I was doing that out of my comfort zone a little bit. Does it have any kind of um, gothic arches in it? Well, the whole thing, my house is actually technically a uh, a Russian Orthodox church now. But, <laughs> Perfect. But I'm okay Fly, with Flying buttresses, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was, um, so that, that was the trade-off is that there was that, but... <laughs> Anytime you can use the word buttress in a sentence, I, I'm good with it. So, well, this that's that's my quota for the year. My... So I'm good to go. <laughs> it's like, does this church make my buttress, buttress look big? Look big? Um, and I had something else to say. I forget what. So it probably wasn't important. So why don't we move on to you, Phil? Uh, so um, let's see here. My newest adventure, my newest learning opportunity and challenge. I bought one of these gravity feed spray guns. Mm. And uh, I'm trying. I'm trying it out because I have one of these these garbage cans that I sell in my Etsy store uh, to do, and it's all done. But I wanted to. Well, I've got to paint it all white, and I didn't want to work with a rattle can anymore. I'm kind of sick of that, and I didn't want to roll it on because I'm looking for a, like a nicer texture. Like I don't want any texture. I'd like to try to get like a perfectly smooth finish. And I figured, you know what? They're selling these things for eighty dollars Canadian at Home Depot. Uh, and they sell rattle cans for 10 bucks a piece. So I'd easily make my money back, you know, um, 
just just on the cost savings from the rattle cans and you you already had a compressor. Yeah, I already had because yeah. I got nail gun and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I just I hate rattle cans because it's never consistent pressure. You always got to shake them. They get weirdly cold and. You know, so anyway, so I wanted to try this out, and uh, I couldn't really get the right consistency out of it, um, and it was just like, I don't know, maybe I, I think I overwatered it too thin, so then it was just spraying all weird. Um, yeah, but when you, it dried, it was fine. It just looked weird. You have um, you have a bunch of different variables going on. You have your tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got you've got the how many how much your does your compressor handle what it's supposed to to put through the thing. Because it'll say how many CFMs it's supposed to be able to, you know. Yeah, it needs four, and my compressor does four, uh-huh. and it needs forty psi. You're fine. So yeah, I, I had the regular gravity feed. Usually, it doesn't take a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, the pan the pancakes can handle them, but you just have to listen to it a lot. It runs a lot. Yeah, you know? and you're not spraying like gigantic monoliths or anything like that. So no, no, like but, yeah, uh, it maybe refills maybe four times to do the entire. They're not going to give you like a fine tip in those things. They usually want you to buy that because that's more than likely what you're going to want to use most often is a finer tip. Okay. For a finer spray. So yeah. just go to their little, I bet you in the, and when you open the box and they have the little parts list, it'll have different tip sizes you can get. Yeah. And get one that just for a finer spray because they usually give you like the medium one, which, okay. yeah, it's, that's, that's all good, it is. Right? It's just, well, that's like all I use is the one that came with mine. I don't even think mine was that much. It was just the cheapest one they made. But what I found is that the first dozen times I used it, it was horrible, and I thought it was the worst thing I ever bought. And I went back to rattle cans, but it was because I didn't have what? Practice and experience, mm-hmm. just like everything else. And you're going to find that the more you use it, you're going to start to dial it in and get better. What I'm trying to do, the first thing I did was I just put water in it just to see if it sprayed. Mm-hmm. And I was getting nice, like just even. Which is good to do to clean it too, by the way. When you're done cleaning it. So I did. Run, yeah, run a half a thing of water through it. Yeah, so I did that, and uh, but I just I don't think I did had the right consistency of paint in the distance uh, and you know all that stuff. It's it is it's about the same six inches, right? That's what the same is for uh, maybe maybe eight inches. Well, I would maybe. yeah, I would call a little more than six. I think. Yeah. If you have any questions, our buddy Matt Royer uh, is a, an expert at spraying. Oh, really? That's what he does. I'm pretty sure for a living. So okay, he works for a place that. Um, uh, yeah, that's part of his job. So, and I sent him my sprayer cause I never used it. So I sent it to him cause he didn't have one at home, but he's like, that's what he does for a living. So I'm sure he'd be happy to answer any questions if you well, have any. Now that you sent him one, clearly he owes me. So obviously he owes I, you. I will definitely reach out. <laughs> well, could, maybe, so, maybe we could get him to make a tips video for us. Ooh. Hey, I like Wait a minute. Not, not that like, I want to just like throw someone under the bus. To put on the sprayer yeah. or suggestions to make it easier and better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. You're getting better at that, but the Dunthan is doing more. Is, yeah. yeah, well, this is a skill. He's getting 10,000 hours on it. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, so I was doing that. I was messing around okay. with that. And the, the other thing is, uh, you know, as we all do, I have the reputation in the neighborhood as the guy who can fix stuff because I've got the garage full of tools, yada, yada, yada. So now everybody who's got broken kids' toys brings them to me, and I, I – I think I've probably saved about a thousand dollars in kids' toys just by That's fixing awesome. up yeah. scooters and wagons and all kinds of things. And I'll usually bring the kid with me into the garage. I'll put them up on the workbench and I'll show them how we we fix their toy. And so that was fun. You just need to grow the beard. You just you're like you're turning into that guy. Like, oh, come on, son. I gotta you know, like, like that. I don't there's every be the guy who goes, come on, son. 
This well, is all supervised by their parents. Oh no, too. no, but uh, but there's like there was always that guy like in the neighborhood that had the workshop that would like you know show kids how to do stuff and I don't yeah. know why you guys always get all creepy uh, on me with that. You know what? Well, seriously, <laughs> because you say hold on, creepy hold on, hold things. On, hold on, this well, is a perspective thing. Check this out. This happened. I watched this happen in public um, in Galena, Illinois, where I was there. They have a uh, a blacksmith, a foundry. You know, like the. Original to the town. It's never cool. been anything but a blacksmith oh, that's shop. that's awesome. And it's open to the public, and you can walk walk in. The guy was um, making a twisty thingy with a little leaf on it, and, uh, like a hook that you can hang a plant on. Anyway, there's a like a plexiglass barrier between you and him, so it's kind of safe. And this little girl, maybe seven or eight years old, was standing there, and her dad was maybe five feet off talking to another guy. So here's this whole blacksmith and he's going along. He's, he's explaining it in a way that she can understand it. Talking about, you know, we don't know temperature, but we get it color. And it, we, I know that orange is the color that I need to have it. You know, blah, 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 blah. And he looked and he, he said, he walked up and he bent over close to her on the other side of the glass. And he said, honey, you have the most beautiful eyes that have ever been in this shop. I just, you are just so beautiful. And he went back to work. Now, seriously, in the Bay Area, that would not be acceptable. An old man bending over to a little girl when her dad's not around, no parents. First of all, dad wouldn't have left her standing there alone five feet away or not. But this is Galena, Illinois. And it's just – in both Casey and I talked about that afterwards. It's like that's where we want to be. You know, mm-hmm. we want to be where that's okay and, and it wasn't creepy. It wasn't weird. I just – you just happen to say it. So, Phil, you take them kids, put them up on your bench, and you fix their toys and show them how to do it. And you can grow a beard, and you won't be creepy. That's all I wanted to say. I appreciate that. I've tried no, the Phil, beard. It's itchy, Phil but I do creepy. like everything else that you said. Yeah, I like everything too, but I think Phil's probably going to be creepy no matter what he does. So, oh. <laughs> You're calling me creepy, so I'm throwing it back at you. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, come That's on now. I just, I just came from game. one of the nicest areas in the United States, and I, I, I don't want to I don't want to deal with this. I, I have I, – I, they don't say ohm. They actually say bill. Check it out. Watch. Bill. That's what we need now. Okay. Who bill. says that? The Apparently, people of the Buddhists Galena? who practice meditation, uh-huh. instead of saying ohm, they say bial. I thought he was going with all the people of Galena walk around saying his name. Like, I, I wasn't <laughs> no. getting it. <laughs> no, but I haven't moved to it yet. Give me time. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all saying it right now. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so did we do we did everyone right? I think yeah. so. But okay. you know what? I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about this? Um, so Tim, you were talking about uh, your ship knob challenge. Should we say what we're doing or what we're not doing first before I get carried away? What do you mean? Our our, our non-topic. Well, I was about to say that, but go ahead. It's oh, yours. No, go. So, no, you do your thing. You do you, boo boo. Okay, it's- so. <laughs> We, you know, we, we, every now and again, we will ask each other, we come up with our topics and whatnot, and we're, we're going to try out something where once a month we're going to do, we don't know what to call it yet, and maybe we can get some help from, from the, the people out there listening, but we're just going to freeform. We're going to just take it off the cuff and run with it and see what happens. No real particular topic, but talking about upcycling and recycling and just the three of us together, you guys are all in the garage with us, and this is what we're doing. So what I'm showing you now, everybody in the Midwest, I'm sure, knows about this, and I'm not, maybe this is a, that was an inappropriate stereotype, but I have this old antique pair of sheep shears. Right, and they were in Casey's salon, and she, for whatever reason, doesn't want them anymore. She brought them in the garage, and I was talking to her a while ago about a shift knob challenge. It would have to be for her Jeep because she has a shifter, and I don't. Um, and she's all, "Why don't you make the old sheep shears into a shift knob 
thing. And so that's what I'm going to do. What do you think about And I don't even have to Google it because I know ain't nobody made a, a shift knob out of sheep shears. Oh, my grandfather did. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I made two of them last week. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Uh, uh, what do you think about that? I don't know. I kind of like them as they are. Yeah. Well, I do too. And, and so my idea is, is to keep Slide. them Removable. basically. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like this. Right, and it's going to mm-hmm. sit about halfway down, so it's actually looking like it's, and this will be the handle. I, I, I've got some ideas, but it's going to look like that. I'm thinking as a one-time use, like you did, Tim. But I think she's going to end up loving it, and she's going to make me keep them in the Jeep. I think you should make a sheep shear sheath. I think you should say that ten times fast. <laughs> sheep shear sheath, sheep shear sheath, <laughs> really big shoe. Uh, yeah, you know, so it just slots right in. A sheep shear sheath that slots right into the shifter. No, the shifter is the sheath that you then take. The, the shifter sheep is the sheep shear sheath that the sh- the sheep shears slide she- get sheathed into. Sheaths. <laughs> you sheath your shears. We can write this. We can do this. This is. We just. We just. Hold on. Twenty five minutes what, in. I we just what, need thirty five more mean minutes of shears. Sheep shears. Sheaths. No, of sheer she genius. Sheep shears. <laughs> By the sheep shore. <laughs> <laughs> the sheep shore. <laughs> I think we're on to something here, boys. All right. So uh, I, I just so uh, Phil, what 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 are you going to do for the uh, shift knob challenge? I was thinking about that. I think um, I, I kept some of the walnut that uh, that Tim had given me when we did our our challenge, our tiny little box US, oh, yeah. USPS thing. So I'm going to use some of that, and I'll see what else I have and. I don't have a lathe, so I'm not going to turn it. I'll end up just maybe making like a sort of a wedge kind of thing, a four-way wedge. and then You have that brand new drill press, though. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I could do like a vertical lathe like that. Do you, you have an angle grinder? Highly dangerous. What's that? Yeah, well, you have an angle grinder, right? No, I don't. I do need to get one, though. You don't have an angle grinder? No, I got a Dremel. It's not the same. Yeah, no, I know. That's. I mean, in but, case you were thinking I don't need one because I have a Dremel, it's not the same. No, I know it's not. I just haven't okay. had to like a, a yeah, super you, specific I mean, need right right yet. What's your, what yeah, is your you do? You just Canadian don't know Tire? Is that the cheap company there? Canadian hey, Battery good and Tire. For you. Okay. And, uh, so go to your Canadian Tire and get the fifteen dollars. It's probably yes. thirty Canadian. Um, but they they make um they make these sanding discs for them. They have two kinds. They have a flap disc and yeah. then they have a uh, like a plastic backed sanding disc and they work just as good on wood as they do on metal if not yeah. better and uh the great thing about those is I, I did it in a video a while back where i made pens on the lathe of this really gnarly wood that was the boat wood that wasn't my chisels weren't really cutting it good so i just grabbed the angle grinder and just spun it and just ground it down so if you chuck like run a, a bolt into you know your walnut put it in your drill press hold this angle grinder with two hands <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have two hands on the damn thing. And, uh, and and you'll be able to spin that thing down to a knob in no time. Sweet. An excuse to buy another tool. Yes. Yeah, no, you're, it's it's a, a very valid excuse, too, I believe. Or, or, because that's a little bit traditional. I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to go more modern on that. I'm yeah. saying, if you, if you, instead of using walnut, why not use the box that we used in the challenge to make the shift knob? Huh? There's some thinking outside the box right there for you. Little epoxy, maybe. A little Peter Brown action. Here we go. (laughs) But you know what? You say that, Tim, or you... No, I like it. You blow that? I was going to say you blow that. Is that what you... Slow your roll. Slow your roll, Bill. 
Okay, anyway, um, uh, but Phil was thinking, though, when I said that. His eyes, I saw his little, his eyebrows. Mm. I'm trying to think, like, how would you make something like, okay, I'm not actually going to use the shift knob because neither one of our cars are standard transmission. Right. But how would I hold it without crushing it? I mean, you're um, about again, dipping it in resin. Yeah, you can mix it in with resin like Peter Brown does, many different things. Um, maybe you can use it, ball it up, and then use some packing tape to make it really a tight ball. Tim? That's what I was just thinking is what if you shredded it up into a fine powder and then you grab like your kid's yogurt cup and you dumped, you filled it like the yogurt cup up with that and epoxy and then you cut the yogurt cup off and then you shaped that. Guys, these are terrific ideas. I, <laughs> I know. Either one of you is way more qualified to do that. Crap. But I think I actually have some of that walnut and I have a couple of tiny sheets of, uh, of copper. That maybe I want to uh, embed in there, so it'll make mm. like you know a blank where it's classy. Some, yeah, I think walnut and copper will go together really well. Maybe even I could oxidize that little sliver, so it'd be kind of like copper and green. I I guess I mean mm. if you wanted to, I have we'll a little bit nice of that uh, instead of junk. That yeah. that ebony yeah. that I bought, it's not reclaimed, but it's like a little you bit can't left use that, that I have. Yeah. Hey, um, do we mention what's what we're doing right now? No. No, we've been talking for 10 minutes, totally ignoring the fact that there's no, an I audience. No, I did. I said listening. right before I talked about the sheep shears, I no, explained what we're doing. We weren't listening to you. <laughs> no. Maybe just, maybe just reiterate, Tim. Uh, you know what? Somebody story. who's smarter needs to say it because you're right. When I say it, it just sounds so incredible. People get lost in creativity because I inspire. So um, somebody smarter than me should say it, not you. But go ahead, Phil. I think it should be Phil. Yeah. First of all, thank you for handing it over to me. Second of all, you pity case. Someone smarter than me should say it because, golly gee, I couldn't possibly do it. Yeehaw. You are too much. Oh, my God. Casey, you do whatever you think is appropriate right now. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, happy birthday, honey. Belated, by the way. And thank you, everybody, who said happy birthday. We, We said it. Uh, I know you did. That's right. why I said thank you. Okay. I thought you were just trying to do one of those guilt trip things that you do. Um, so. No, that would be you trying to explain something that I've already explained because I'm not smart enough. So go ahead. Oh, okay. This is where you said everything's fine. Yeah. Right? So no, it's everything's fine. fine. No, it's Don't fine. Worry about it. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, anyways, I am going to say it for the benefit of the listeners, but not for the benefit of your ego, clearly. But uh, I'm going to bring so, it up again. You just go ahead. Okay. All right. So uh, our good friend Marcus Hoffman is putting on this challenge, and essentially what it is is making a shift knob. You don't have to have a lathe. You can make it however you want. You just have to document it on some type of social media and then uh, link to him or post to him. I have the uh, I have the link in the show notes of how to do that. I don't know why you're laughing right now. <laughs> We're laughing because that was one of the two things that we needed to address, but not what either of us were that, thinking about. Not what about. me and Tim were thinking about. We were thinking about what is our topic and the fact that we're not doing a topic. I already explained that. Oh, no. So I thought you were really talking about the shift knob thing. No, apparently you weren't listening. So, no, go ahead. You explain the shift knob. I wasn't Tim, listening. you explain how the topic, non-topic thing is going. Oh, no. I'm going to go get the another topic. drink. It's I'll your be back topic. I'm not going to explain your topic. That's you don't You don't explain another man's topic. It's not a... Come on, there's a little bit of respect there. Uh, I'm going <laughs> well, into I, depth on the shift knob thing because I thought that was important. No, that's that is it is important. Is, and thank actually, you for that. That's why but, you're the smart one. But I did ahead. want no. someone to to go into depth about why we're not using one of the two topics that we're supposed to be using right now. But well, we're going to tell everybody about the because two topics Bill too. Bill bullied us before the show. That's why. 
I don't bully. I suggest strongly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Cajoled us until we changed our minds. Uh, okay, so why did we do it? Because we thought it's cool. Um, I, you know, I'm going I'm to read you something here. Uh, I pulled this up because this is one of my favorite um, iTunes reviews that we've gotten in a long time. This is from a, Thanks, uh, a fellow Commonwealther from the UK. And uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name because it's weird. But I will read this out. It goes like this. Podcasts can be a load of drivel and dross, which means garbage to Americans. But reclaimed audio never fails to amuse, educate, and create a feeling that these are three of your best buddies. There are moments of quick-witted humor thrown in with some uh, obstreperous behavior, which means rowdiness, and the odd gem that you will be glad of learning, so pay attention. I've been listening to this podcast for some months now and look forward to every weekly installment. Their YouTube channels are also worth a gander... Uh, as they have a surprising amount of talent. Stop the there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah stop wait, wait, there. no, there's one more part. No, no stop, more. stop there. No, 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 no. He deserves, Tim, he deserves this. Tim, let him have it. Okay. He gave a winky face there. A shortage of shenanigans there is not. Phil pretends to be the serious one. Bill Lutz is the real talent and budding musician. And yes! Tim is, and Tim <laughs> is just pure gold, recycled, of course. If you haven't already support them on Patreon, they will be the best 10 bucks you ever spent. Please keep reclaimed audio rolling. And the reason I read that was not to stroke Bill's ego because, let's oh, be honest, that is a worry stone it's been stroked so often. <laughs> uh, but it's Because while most podcasts are full of drivel and dross, ours isn't, so we thought we'd fill this one up with it. <laughs> no, that's not why. Uh, okay. Because, because there's a recurring theme in a lot of the uh, reviews and feedback that we get, and that is... That what we do is authentic and sounds like three of your best friends just sitting in a garage shooting the S with you. And that's that's kind of what the feeling that we wanted to get this time, except we wanted to take it to the next level. So literally what we're doing is we are three of your best buddies and we are just having a conversation and seeing where, is, where it goes without pre-planning and predefining the end of it. Except so now, for the fact that we will end it at a certain time. Boy, I know what you're all thinking right now is those three clowns couldn't come up with a topic for the week. That's where you're wrong because we have a topic. We actually we have, two. have, we, uh, we two, have two topics for this week that we are bypassing to not talk about anything. It's a to show about Bill nothing. Happy. <laughs> you have to make Bill happy. It's about nothing, Jerry. But but, but, um, but, but before we get carried on, I want to say one thing, and, and it kind of got glossed over because Phil read it, it that way. It didn't get glossed over. Just take the money and run, Bill. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to talk about what he said about you. Phil pretends to be the serious one, and... <laughs> Uh, I'll be serious right now, and Phil is one of the wittiest, funniest, smartest guys there are. And Wrong. he keeps Tim and I... <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> he keeps Tim and I in stitches, and he does the editing, so otherwise all you would hear is Tim and I laughing constantly. <laughs> That's what I do. What I try to do is remove all element of happiness from this show by editing <laughs> all laughter. See this, what's happening right now? It's getting uh, cut out. You're doing a crappy Can't job. You got <laughs> This is out. Can't have any joy. Uh, but but so uh, since Thank we're you, all man. we're all hanging out in the garage together, unfortunately, only three of us have microphones. Um, we apologize for that. But of course, your microphone is on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio Podcast. Um, but the other thing, oh, that was slick. I know nice. it's like it's like I had notes, but I don't because we really don't. But uh, in uh, San Francisco, they build. They have a company that builds segways, and you just blew them out of the water. <laughs> you just blew them out of the water. Ah, I learned from the best, Bill. Um, the but the other thing is is that we do actually have two topics, and we want to know which one you want to hear next week. 
Um, so at Reclaimed Audio Podcast, here here are our two topics. Uh, I'll introduce the one that I came up with with Bill's help, and then Phil, you do your thing. So, <laughs> all right. So the two then topics. I'll do we, the good one. <laughs> Actually, so the, we're doing the one that Tim thought because I can't remember what you thought. I'll, well, I'll say it. I don't want to okay. say it before I say it. Just say. I hope it's not the one that we're going to say because if you say the one that you thought. No. Then you're going to think it was yours, and it's not. Then we'll only have one topic, and well, people will think that we're still. I'm willing to take that risk. Just tell them what your topic is. Okay. okay. Well, you know, actually, if you want to go all in, we have three topics. We have the one that Bill came up with that I, I kind of wasn't too into. I, you know, I well, like this that one. one. No, well, this is no, the one I bullied you into. You, do, we I had a whole. The conversation was so long. I don't think you read all back to the beginning when you jumped. Yeah, in. This no, because my phone was on silent, and then all of a sudden I opened up. Oh, good. Yeah. Seventeen messages back and forth. Yeah, the first four <laughs> days. The, the first three. The first four days I was in Galena. Tim and I talked about this, trying to get your attention, and you didn't want to talk to us. So, but go ahead, mm-hmm. Tim. So. Okay. Well, what? Let, let's go with all three. Let's all throw right, all three up because yours was all a viable, right. a viable candidate, and I'm not going to tell you why I was not hip to it. I'll just we'll, we won't say anything negative about the other ones. We'll just each pitch our idea. Okay. Um, go. So, but we all know that you hate mine. But go ahead. Well. <laughs> it's not that I hated it. The idea oh isn't what God. I hated. <laughs> you are beyond tonight. <laughs> this is what I was afraid of. You give him a free form episode. This is what oh we my get. God, Bill, but... get confident, stupid. All right, all right, go ahead. No, I'm, 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 I'm feeling stupider by the moment. I mean, smarter. I mean, confidenter okay. by the moment. Go ahead. My idea is that we are the reclaimed audio podcast, and I thought it would be fun to talk about preclaimed. Which so we'd be the preclaimed audio podcast for one week. The idea being that is not only you know we're not only using reclaimed materials, but sometimes we're using like cutoffs and throwaways and and whatnot. And what are some of the potentials for places we could find stuff that hasn't necessarily been used yet, but is so destined new, for the scrap heap? New material, so it's not new it's material not destined for the scrap heap. Right, right. Preclaimed. So that was my idea. Now who's next? Let's go to Phil. Mine was. Um kind of like an interactive sort of um, yeah kind of a question and answer that we pose to each other and it's called what would you do and I suggest that each one of us does a practical and a theoretical so like what would you do for example you know like uh, if you had to paint this blah 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 how what would you do you know so it'd be cool to get sort of somebody else's insight on how to do something practical hands-on and also like you know, a uh, lady comes back to you and she's not happy with the work that you did. What would you do? You know, so that kind of thing. And we each answer one theoretical, oh. one practical. So there's like six questions in that. Or maybe we could keep going depending on how you're on a rocket ship things. and the heat shields are broken. And you're entering. That's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. I'm you glad you explained it because I thought screen. it would be like yeah. the dilithium crystals are draining and then you're, you know, the shields are down. What would you do? So it's not necessarily to that. Reverse the polarity flow through. The yeah, reverse the polarity flow cause them to form a mini black hole inside the flux capacitor. The, the quantum. Yeah. Exactly. So okay, yeah, we're definitely going to be doing that at some point. <laughs> I mean, well, we're going to tell you, I think we're three Starfleet engineers at this point. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, we're probably going to do all three of these at some point because it's very rare that we have this many ideas and we choose none of them. So. I know. <laughs> I don't understand. So, uh, okay, so Bill, why don't you go and uh, throw out your wonderful uh, idea? All right, so I, I listened to a TED Talk and it was basically – um, I like that. That's a podcast. If you don't know, there's, they have, they do these. Anyway, um, the, the, the conversation to me was about leadership in this community and 
who who garners that title? And I think that we all do. Not not just people who have a podcast, not people with YouTube channels, but we're parents, especially. You guys take leadership roles every day, and I just thought it'd be kind of fun to just talk about examples of of uh, for example at at Maker Fair. I had somebody come up to me, hey man, blah blah blah, and they asked they asked me of all people a serious question about making something, and I just thought, wow, does that put me into a somewhat of a leadership role? Um, having a podcast where people will ask our advice and our opinions. Um, and again, as parents, I mean, uh, what are the examples of leadership that we experience in this community, especially? And I think that's part of what makes a leader is you develop and you are part of a community, hmm. right? Because, you know, you even though you might be a, a, the head of a CEO of a company, you're not going to be anybody's leader when it comes to how do you fix that tractor? You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Community is part. What of if you're the CEO leader. of John Deere? Oh, hmm. do you know what John Deere? <laughs> I saw this in Galena. John Deere was actually—I forgot to read the sign. But Casey took a picture of it. But John Deere, the guy, John Deere, has something to do with Galena. Well, he's, he's from Illinois. Yeah, he's from Galena, Illinois. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our three topics are. Um, just just a conversation about leadership roles in our community and why I think all of us, every one of us who's listening and talking, are leaders. The other one being hypothetical, theoretical, and practical. What would you do? What would you do? And the other – what was yours, Tim? Preclaimed. Preclaimed. Oh, yeah. Reclaiming brand new material. Preclaimed. Yeah. That's that's pretty witty, by the way. Yeah, it is. So. Um I do, I do like yours, uh, Bill, even though Tim hated it, because it's interesting, uh, the difference potentially between leadership. <laughs> just, just a little, a little bu- put the buzz in reverse for just a second. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, potentially discussing the difference between leadership and celebrity. Oh, yes, ah. absolutely. Because See, I, I think a, a lot of it If you would join the conversation earlier... Yeah. Tim you know, wasn't hated my idea. That's, That's true. that might be the the piece that was missing, you know. Yeah. Well, my concern my concern with the idea was I didn't want it to get too into content creation and internet stuff because that's a, a small percentage of 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 us that make stuff that are making. So that was my concern about like, like leadership. I mean, you could talk about like leadership in the community and, and I can think of examples of leadership that I've learned throughout my life or whatever, but I just wanted to steer clear of that. Like, well, because I have spent 10 minutes creating a YouTube avatar, I'm a leader, you know? No, no, but we don't have to talk about it as participants. We can talk about it as observers. Like I see so-and-so as a leader, whereas I see so-and-so as a celebrity. And here's the difference. Wait, I don't want to throw anybody throw names out. Like, oh, I, I could throw some people. Well, in I don't know us. why. Well, yeah. it doesn't have to be specific to makers. Well, I mean, you could. Talk can it be it. just you two? I can say what I think of you guys as leaders <laughs> well, and celebrities. Yeah, you, made, you made that perfectly clear earlier in the pre-show. So, <laughs> I think we're good. There's, there's yeah. a there's a, a a newscaster in my in uh, local channel, and his name is Frank Somerville. His name local is Ron Burgundy. Too. <laughs> but he's a typical he's like i mean from what i understand like the newscaster he kind of exemplifies that but if you follow him on facebook yeah. um the guy is an amazing community leader 
He's, uh, I, I don't know how to say it, but that's what I'm, that's an example of how can you be celebrity and leader both? Izzy Swan, Jimmy DeResta, for example, I think are two perfect examples. Celebrities, they can't walk around without somebody walking up and wanting their autograph at the same time. They're also leaders in the way that they exemplify how to, let's not get into this topic already. I, I, I'm, this is why I think it's the best topic. So when everybody votes, we know what we're doing next week. So is it a vote or is it? Is that how it's going to work? Well, yeah, he bullied not? us earlier. He might as well continue bullying us. Yes, everyone, it's a vote. So just okay. just tell us what you'd like to hear. Of the yeah. three choices of leadership, practical, theoretical, and... Stop calling it um, that. You're making it sound horrible. It's not practical, theoretical. It's what would you do? What would you oh, do? That's yeah. You have to say it like that. Okay, hold on. Then leadership, what would you do? There you go. And preclaimed. Yeah. Right. So how about this? So even if there's only like like three people or well, it has to be more than three people to vote. Like if there's like five people to vote and it's like two, one and one, we go like two is next week, then one is the week after, then the other one's a week, we'll throw a flip a coin. You know what I mean? We'll do it a No 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 no. There's gotta be a better end, way to say that. In no, order then, of then we'll pick which one we do next week, right? And the then, winner. And, the winner we do next week. And then right? next and week then, we have and it then, again. Uh, right, and then we do it again. Oh out of the remaining two. Exactly. Or and we might add another one. Maybe we'll try and come up with three different options every week, and that will that'll keep us on the ball. Except well, you want to once do a month when we do free form. Why not? I think it could be no, like I, a thing. I, let me, I think let me tell idea. you why not. Because it's been, <laughs> let me until tell you. we don't, we'll because do it it's until been we a don't. struggle to come up with one topic per week. Now we have to come up with three. No, we're only going to have to come up with one per week because we're going to reclaim have the two other the two. Yeah. In the can, and then we come up with one new one. So to it's just add this to week it. where we had to really right. So instead of so we're not gonna spread. we're not gonna burn through our topic ideas. We have we'll always have one. If we come up with one topic idea every week, since we're only gonna use one of these three, we're always gonna have two in the can. Right, and if the same two stay in the can forever, forever, we'll know that you two had the worst ones. Huh? What an interesting way of saying something. Something. <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save you the bleeping this week. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> hey, can you beep yourself, Phil? I think you might have to. I, I didn't say anything. What did I say? I didn't say anything bad today. Okay. No, don't worry about it. In fact, don't even edit this cop, this episode. It's okay. Tim, did I say something bad this episode? I don't know. I don't listen to you either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look at these two. What, what was that, Pulp Fiction? Do, do you do you listen or do you do wait to speak? Apparently, I just wait to speak. <laughs> look at these two. Say idiots. what right. one more time. Do I look vicious huh? and ferocious? Yeah, not, not today, but usually, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm taking that. Are today, you kidding? Today, in your yeah. bathrobe and uh, shower cap, you don't look so vicious. Oh, do you know what shower cap sounds like? Shout out. I have to do a shout out. I haven't done one all episode yet. I think I got well, to we're hang almost out. at that point. Well, look at well the no, this is not, I'm not talking about our, the, the thing. I'm just saying I want to make sure I don't forget. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to go to Madison. And had I, I would have hung out with Chip because Chip emailed us and said, hey, Bill, I live in between like Madison and the border of Illinois. We didn't end up going to Madison, so I didn't get to hang out with Chip. But I did get to meet and hang out with and have a beer with uh, uh, Kirk Fry. So, Kirk, hello, brother, and it was good to meet you, and that was kind of fun. It was really neat to be out and about. And, hey, Bill, if you're in this, are you, because I went down to um, Davenport, uh, Iowa, 
which is we Casey and I took a long road trip down the the Mississippi. It took like three hours to get to Davenport. We could have taken a straight shot and got there in like an hour. That's how we came home. Found that out. But anyway, there's a, a the four cities area, which includes Davenport, Rock Island, Illinois. It's like these four cities that go over and across the Mississippi. It's kind of neat. Anyway, we hung out in Davenport. I got to stop and see the um, uh, American Pickers guys shop. That was fun. Oh, I saw that photo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, uh, they weren't there, of course. And neither was Danielle, which is about 90 people asked me, was she there? No, she wasn't there. My wife was, though. Hello. And, um, and I love you, honey. Happy birthday. Um, and then, uh, but I got to hang out with Kurt. Kirk. Kirk Fry, uh, who lives in Davenport. And we had a beer at a brewery. There's quite a few really good breweries, and it was nice to meet you. And go ahead. What were we talking about? I forgot. Go ahead. We were talking I about honestly nothing. honestly don't even know. Yeah. No, we are talking about nothing. I? We're you said shower in. cap, I think. Didn't you say shower cap? Yeah, I said you don't look so threatening when you're wearing your bathrobe and shower cap, and then you spun that into a word that does not rhyme with shout out. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. And then I don't even Luckily, know what day it is. Luckily, this is recorded, so you can go back and study. Yeah, I, all right. Um, okay, so we yammered on before I pressed record for about three minutes, so now I think we're at about minute 46. <laughs> uh, might might be that time anyway so this free form exercise um i don't know if it's a yay or a nay we'll have to figure it out after we listen to the episode but and, i know and, i had fun i just don't know if it was entertaining for the listeners right we, we would really appreciate your honest answer to again at reclaimed audio podcast if if you think that bill's idea was horrible you can let us know <laughs> let me clarify the twitter is at reclaimed audio when you oh. want to yell at someone, it's Bill at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Right. Oh, my, my But just bad. keep in mind, the idea is once a month, and we record on Mondays, it airs on Wednesdays, but I thought the first Monday of every month that we record, we would have free form, what do you call it, like when, the, you, Phil, you were saying something about like uh, the rapper kids, when they do their challenge, they go like blah de blah and then back and blah de blah you know, like a free form like, First um, of all, that's called freestyle, but I never said freestyle. that. You no, totally you. have hallucinated that. Oh, then, you know what? That also reminds me of um, uh, Michael Jackson's video, Beat It. Did you see Beat It? And the, the guys had the, the, like, the dance-off fight at the end? Yeah. Yep. It was cool. It was that, super that's cool. what I was thinking about, too, was us dancing. You seem super relaxed and very well-rested, I have to say. Very, <laughs> very you know, energized. I am energized, I'm relaxed, and I'm not very rested because I didn't sleep very much. But I did just get back from, um, I would like, I, I'm calling it a scout for my future. Casey and I have made an absolute decision. We are positively moving to Galena, Illinois. We went out there to make sure that's what we really wanted. We checked out to other areas while we were there. And um, when it came down to it, it was almost Davenport. It might have been Madison, Wisconsin. I mean, we you know other places, but we just decided we have... We have uh, people there, and we're close to Andy Berkey, but far enough away to where I'll have warning in case he he can't just show up. So right, that's right. Good. It's you important. Can't have the pop-ins. Nobody likes yeah. the pop-ins. Oh, I don't mind a pop-in, but we're talking Berkey. Berkey popping in is never a good idea. Hmm. It's just I'm I wouldn't you. mind a Berkey popping, to be honest with you. I could do with a Ooh. couple Berkey poppins. Okay, I'll really learn a thing that. or two. That's right. Uh, and now that I'm moving to Illinois, me and Berkey are both going to be popping in from time to time. That's cool, man. You pop, right, you, you pop right in, brother. But anyway, so uh, so that's why I seem excited and energized is because uh, the opportunity to know where I'm going to be in a few years is exciting to me. I'm at that age where it's like, you know, what am I going to do? And now I know. 
So yeah. wouldn't you be excited if you knew? All Listen, you know man, right now is I'm I was 68 be a dad and again. Your position, I would definitely be excited to know. Where I was That's right. Be yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, 60 in miles, but only 50 in years. Right. 50 in kilometers. Right. 60 kilometers. <laughs> 60 kilometers. Wait, did I just insult myself? No. Moving on. Um, okay, so let's let's do the thing where we uh, where we say what we're watching. So, Tim, what are you watching? Um, good question. I lost my link. I Brett. oh yes, <laughs> Brett. Brett with Jack. <laughs> I was. I, I'm watching uh, Brett with There's Jack. My link right there. And, uh, oh, your See? link is a, a notepad. Okay, a notepad. Of paper. You guys in yeah. your computer stuff. This is why. You can never mind. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it was five B's for a quarter. You'd say. <laughs> Me hide to a grasshopper. <laughs> Do you remember that from The Simpsons? I, no, I, I didn't uh, watch. But you had sentence. an onion on your belt because that was the style at the time. But they didn't have the white onions, only the yellow ones, on account of the war. It's grandpa just telling <laughs> it's stories. It's one of those grandpa nowhere. stories. Yeah. yeah, that's right. How I, you have any room in your head for anything else is beyond me, Phil, because you know I, everything. Well, not everything. I always go back to the the, the guy that created it. She scratches as long as I have my solid gold house and my solid gold rocket car. Right. <laughs> I don't need anything else? <laughs> or the homeless guy you must have seen that one. That was Donald Sutherland who did the voice. That's right. <laughs> okay. I've heard of the Simpsons, but was it really? I love Donald. Yeah, Sutherland. it was Donald did Sutherland. You know he was in a movie with Telly Savalas and Clint Eastwood at the same time. Well, that was the um, uh, Hogan's uh, Heroes or whatever. What was Kelly's it Heroes. Kelly's Heroes. Close. Yeah. Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's was Heroes. Was Hero. I know nothing. I see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Those Schultz. <laughs> I am watching Schultz. Brett with Jack, who has nothing to do with Clint Eastwood or Donald Sutherland. Maybe he does. I'm not really sure, actually. I don't know Brett. But, uh, <laughs> Good bet but that he, he doesn't. He makes stuff in his garage out of wood. And I think other people would enjoy seeing the stuff that he makes because he makes it very well. But what's really specifically interesting about his videos is that he shows every step. And I mean every step of the build. He sets the camera up to show him opening the drawer to pull the wrench out that he uses in the next shot to tighten the bolt. Like, it's amazing. Like, he doesn't miss a step. And, and I think that's really interesting. I, I understand why you might be like, well, we don't need to see that. But it's just really kind of fun to watch. So that's hmm. my suggestion is, uh, is to check this out. Because the videos are very well done. They're very well put together. Tremendous. I'll have to check that out. It does sound yeah. kind of interesting. Bill, uh, what are you uh, watching? <laughs> I am watching uh, somebody. He's 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 uh, online. He's on our social medias. Uh, Andrew Jones and I. I've been meaning to check it out for oh, a while. Yeah. So I pulled up Andrew Jones, and the first thing I looked at was he made a, a pen with a, a drill and a hand plane instead of a lathe. Uh, and uh, cool. it's pretty. There's your um. Oh, There's yeah, your right. shifter, and that's why when you were talking about that, Tim, I was I was like, oh, that's my what I'm watching guy. Um, but he's done a lot of things. He made this gigantic looking modern bench, uh, probably Ben's fault. Um, a bunch of different type of things, and he's a, a real guy that makes real stuff out of wood in his garage, and I, I think people would enjoy watching it. Did you see his latest one where he made? Uh, he said you don't need a CNC to make like. Gears yeah, the, I didn't. I haven't yeah. watched that yet. But he, same thing. Mm -hmm. He's all, all you need is a template and a blah 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 blah. I got that. 
because I subscribed to his channel because I'm like, this, there's a lot of videos here I want to see. And so I've been getting um, notifications to watch them. So I finally did. I watched that pin one. And anyway, check out Andrew Jones. Uh, the guy's got a few thousand subscribers. He can certainly use a few more. That's all I can say. Oh, oh, oh. And we're going to talk to him in a few minutes anyway. But I just got to say, Justin Sparks, make, build, modify. Yeah. Casey and I, on her birthday night, our last night in Illinois, I caught, I saw that, and we sat and watched the spiral lamp two by two four challenge. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> wow, just wow. Anyway, that's I throw that out there. Go ahead. I'm, you know what I, and I told him when he started making that, and I, I I'm excited about that that build that I was like super excited to watch for reasons that will become hopefully clearer as soon as I can talk about this project I'm working on. <laughs> You're like the international man of mystery. I know. I am. That's that is me actually. Tim yes. Powers. Yeah, Austin baby. Sway. Twenty years. I like ago? Austin Sway. I like Tim Powers. Tim Powers. Yeah. Tim Powers. Was there a Jim Powers? I agree to disagree. There was. There was a Colonel Clink. <laughs> nice. There was. <laughs> there was a Major Hofstetter too. Yeah. General Bullcalter. And uh, and what was uh, what's your bucket the the hot lips uh, hula huh? <laughs> mash and I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to. Say. Okay, okay. Here's a little bit of trivia before we because we're not skipping Phil. We want to know what you're watching, but here's uh -huh. a little bit of trivia. Whatever. So which which star, which regular occurring star on Hogan's Heroes came on to be one of the most known. Um, Game show hosts ever. Chuck Woolery. Uh, Bob Barker. Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Very good, Phil. What game show? Family, family Feud. Feud. Oh, that was, okay. Right. He that was, was the one that got to kiss, Feud, yeah. like he kissed everybody, and it, that was back in the day when it was yeah. okay to do that. No, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, that was never okay. okay. It was not okay to kiss we other people's wives clear. and daughters. That was not yeah, cool. Exactly. That was not cool. We don't advocate for just walking up and kissing yeah. any. Although I do that a lot to the guys. Hey, in how are our, you, darling? Our community. Hey. Yeah. Never mind. Kissing is okay, but not by anybody else. Never mind. I, I gotta stop now. What are you watching? Uh, nothing. To be honest with you, okay. I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't find one that I really wanted to recommend, and I feel like. Maybe I got to the end of the internet. So, guys out there, send me a Instagram tweet thingy. I'd love to see what you guys are watching. Not not you, you two that I'm talking to right now. I'm in our audience. Yeah, we just There's told you what we're watching. <laughs> You're not yeah, listening. No, I'll I'll listen to it in post. But uh, all right, yes. all right. Wait a minute. Now, see, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to give you. I'm going to give you it out. So maybe uh, you've been busy and haven't watched the video. What have you done? Have you you bought something new just recently, right? You unpacked it. Why don't you talk a little bit more about your paint sprayer? Well, oh, well, I have been watching videos. It's just I watched like from the people we've already recommended before. You know, I got my, I still, I still always religiously watch my Matthias Wandel videos and I watch the Jimmy videos and you know I, I watch all of our stuff and you know your stuff and but you know there's only so many hours in a day so. If anybody has something, how's your you know, wife doing? By the way, Laura, she, she's got to be. She is two and a half weeks away from. So wow, that's a lot of pregnancy. That's a lot of. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're cleaning out. And we're painting. And we're doing all kinds of stuff. 
Like it's do you, a so do you have though. a do you have a yeah. bag packed? I mean, is that a real thing? Do people do that? Yep. Yeah. Yes, I mean, really? you're supposed to. We haven't done it yet, but yes. With the other two children, we were much better prepared. But for a third, well, this is the like, third. Eh, whatever. But I everybody mean, says that the third. I'm is just like... out of. I'm out of curiosity though. What would you put in the bag? What do you need that they're not going to have at the hospital? You got to bring extra forceps or a whiskey, gin. Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you need like an overnight bag. You need extra clothes. Well, you need your own toiletries Toothbrush. that they're not going to provide. Uh, generally, you want to bring size newborn diapers with you because if you're going to be there for a few days, maybe there's a. They don't really provide like good diapers, or they have really. To, yeah, maybe there's like a starter pack of formula you want to bring just in case. Most of it is just in case, and you'll never use it. Yeah, it's really just about there for two days. It's really just sure about having not, a change of clothes. You know, are you yeah. sure it's not just like making the men go boil the sheets just to give you something to do because you're kind of worthless? Oh, I don't do that. My wife packs the bag. I'm not doing that. Oh no, we're we're completely worthless with the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm not even going to stay over you, in the hospital this time because we got two other kids. So I'm going to have to go home and and take care of those little little. little are things. you supposed to be doing a fist pump right now? What? No, he's <laughs> he's going to go, but he has to go he's home like, and. I'm not even staying over in the hospital because I've already got kids. No, that's not <laughs> yeah. the way that went. That went. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know what you're I don't having even either. Get the rest a full night gives you in the hospital. Yeah, I'm going to have to go home. So you guys don't know. You guys don't know hours. what you're going to have. No, yeah, you still don't know, right? That's awesome. That's no, exciting. No, we like to be surprised. It's amazing. Mm. Wait so a minute. Paint, did you, paint did the you know what the first two? No. So I'll tell you. The uh, for my son, who was our first, I really wanted to find out. Um, like I desperately wanted to find out. My wife didn't. She said, "Listen, let's do this. Let's not find out for this one. And if you want to find out for the second one, then let's do that." I was like, "Okay." Um, and I, I lost my father about uh, almost ten years ago. So for me, you know, like that old school romantic notion of, you know, naming after your father, like a son, that kind of a thing. It was like, it was big for me. And then when I saw that grapefruit-sized testicle come out of my wife, because that's, you know, they're all swollen. So it was like these huge Can bumps. that please be the intro, the bump for this podcast? Oh, that's got to be it. Right <laughs> when I saw that grapefruit-sized testicle. Yeah. No, they're swollen because they're compressed. But uh, yeah. Anyways, when I when I saw that it was a boy, I it's like the most incredible feeling I've ever had in my life. And I'm sure I would have been just as happy if I had had a daughter because I was when I had my daughter. But for that one reason, just to be able to name after my father, I was over the moon. It was the most incredible experience ever. And then, <laughs> this is a funny one, from when my daughter was born, uh, again, everything is swollen. And she came out like, well, they, they had, I hadn't seen my daughter. They laid her on my wife's stomach and then I saw from behind... So everything was swollen. So I thought I was looking at a another mm-hmm. pair of testicles there. It happens in ultrasound a lot too. Yeah. So it turns out mm-hmm. it was a hoo-hoo and I thought it was a ha-ha. So I said, it's a boy. And then the doctor says to me, he goes, Phil, you stick to marketing. It's a girl. <laughs> 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 and uh, so, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so it was really funny. So I had my boy and a girl and they were both like – huge surprises because I was, you know, I was hoping for one. I was expecting the other and it was amazing. This, so this is, one will be a great surprise. This is, also. this is, this is a, a, um, a bonus that you get that you didn't even know when you guys were talking about who to be the third wheel, because when your child is born, regardless of whether it's a boy or girl, you can name that after me because it's either Wilhelmina or William. You're welcome. Know, there is a, there is a wonderful ring to the name Wilhelmina. 
I'm telling yeah. you, right? It's hip. Yeah. It's Wilhelmina Pinsky. <laughs> right off the tongue, you know? It's a, it's a great name for a dragon of some sort, maybe a bearded kind. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have uh do you have names picked out for both genders? We have a million names for a girl. Mm-hmm. We have like maybe one that we agree on for a boy. Maybe one. Because Who is it Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris Pinsky. No, it's it's Will, William, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris Wilhelmina Pinsky, yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, is I'm very conservative with names, and my wife's a little bit more trendy. Right. So you're going Donald if it's a boy. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm going with that. No, but I don't, I don't like the idea of trying to be clever with kids' names. You know, they got to live with this thing. It's not an exercise in proving how witty you are to your friends, is my personal opinion on it. Please don't get mad at me if you believe in that. Um, I'd rather a name that's just perennial. Like, you know, like William, Tim, Philip. You know, these are all, like, names that are forever going to be, you know, they may not be the most popular, but they'll never be unpopular. You know what I mean? So that's really my, my stance on it. And uh, my wife's more like, I want to do... You know, let's do Paige or Madison or one of the, you know, these names that were trendy like a few years ago. Those aren't the names. I'm just saying those were trendy five years ago. And uh, and sometimes trendy names are not trendy anymore. That was quite I the went rant. out with a girl called Spring <laughs> once, and I thought that was very, very beautiful until friends until of mine Until you sprung her. What? Right. That's my <laughs> fan. They're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's a bouncy name. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyways, this episode went on longer than I anticipated. So, uh, let's, the old, the old sign off here. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out makertechreviews.com, uh, williamlutz.com for all things Bill Lutz. Thank you to Justin Sparks. Timsway.net for everything that is Tim Sway. Thank you, Justin Payne. Contact well, mo- us for sure. Most, most of it, not everything. I have Heaven some forbid secrets. I should get through that diatribe undisturbed <laughs> just the one time. Well, no, but you forget you're talking about the International Man of Mystery, so there's there's a little something being held back. Go ahead. Apologies, Mr. Powers. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, email, feedback, whatever you like. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio. Um, on iTunes, we love getting those reviews. They are fun, they are funny, and they are terrific, and they help more people uh, – you know, experience the podcast and that's great. So take the 30 seconds and leave us a five star review on iTunes, uh, patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. We are blessed and we thank you and we appreciate all, um, all our Patreons and we would love to be able to appreciate new patron supporters as well. So please join those ranks. And, uh, and something I haven't mentioned in a long time is that if you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get the podcast um, two days before everybody else does. So, or let's say, let's say one full a day and a half. Day we record this Monday night. It's re- yeah. yes, it's like a day and a half. It's released that same night, and for everyone else, it's released uh, the next evening, uh, possibly sometimes the Wednesday morning. So you are you are getting it substantially earlier. I, I, I gotta say, Phil, you're getting so good at the editing. Swear to God, that pretty soon people are going to start getting the podcast like two days before we record it. That's how fast you're getting at this. I, I appreciate that. That is, yeah. That's what I'm aiming for. I'm, yeah. I'm am aiming for like a temporal anomaly. That's where time, we're going with this. Time travel, yeah. yeah. Temporal anomaly. I've heard that. I've watched that episode of Star Trek. 
That's well. That's every third episode. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. Enter- the Enterprise Vortex, series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. With uh, with Daniels, of course. Great timeline. Mm. He's from the thirty second century. Anyway, so uh, all right. Uh, I'll see you later. I guess. Okay. Love be good, you, everybody. Bye. Glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs>